Hey guys, and welcome to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast. I'm Alex Fasulo, your host, six-figure freelance writer, serial entrepreneur, Fiverr Pro seller, and digital nomad. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about working for yourself online as a freelancer today. I've been freelancing for over six years, and I want to share what I've learned with you. Hi guys, welcome back to the Freelance Fairy Tales podcast where we chat all things remote work, freelancing, mindset, and financial freedom. This week I'm very excited to welcome on easily one of my favorite mindset TikTokers right now, Scott Tatum. I hope I said that right. Yeah. AKA You Can Outdoors is his username on social media. Scott makes weekly videos on his hikes where he imparts mindset tips, wisdom, and simplistic perspective reminders that I know for me are super helpful. I often click on your profile if I'm having a bad day or something and I, I listen to the videos because they just make you happier. He also offers free eBooks to his followers, which is amazing. Mindfulness for beginners and meditation. And starting off each of his videos with the saying, I love this, a friendly reminder. And then you always pause, I love that. Scott is an explorer, nomad, and self-care advocate who I am ecstatic to be chatting with today. So with that, hi, Scott. <laughs> Hey, Alex, how are you? So I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for having me. And Of course. I think I found you last year. I think you came up on my For You page one day. And I remember one of the videos that spoke to me like so clearly. I was like, this video is for me. And it was something about how you got to like protect your energy. You got to be careful who you let into your circle because you're the only one living your life. It was something along those lines. And I loved it. It spoke like so clearly to me. So I was going to start off by asking you, you know, why TikTok? When did you get on TikTok and why? So I've been doing social media for years on Instagram. You can go through my Instagram and just years back. And as I was out traveling or whatever I was doing, I, I, I would the pictures I took of mountains or the wilderness or me, you know, I would put memes up. Okay. So I've always been doing that. And the reason why is I, I kind of as I was getting more acclimated to social media, which I did starting back in 2010 because, you know, I have kids anyways. So I started watching other people and what they were doing. And I was in a real transition myself. I was mm -hmm. coming off of a divorce years ago and, and just a lot of things were going on for me. And I did that because everything that I put up as a meme, it was all directed at me. I mean, I was, that was what I needed to hear. It's what okay. I had just absorbed. It was resonating with me. So I just started putting out social media, and then I found TikTok. I don't remember how long ago. It's been a year, yeah. year and a half or something. Yeah. Maybe two years. And so I started, you know, I tried to figure out TikTok. And so because I have kids, like in your age group and yeah. stuff, you know, they're the ones that have turned me on to people like Gary Vee. Mm -hmm. And that, that, that and yeah. so I, he was real influential in, and at people of my age group to get out there, get on there. You're not out of time. You're, yeah. you know, you got all this. And so anyways, what I started doing was just doing, and the reason I started doing those, because again, everything that I'm saying, when I do, when I turn that camera on, I am, I'm just in a groove, I'm motivated wherever I'm at. I'm just, you know, friendly reminder. I mean, I'm yeah. just right there. And that is right at me. I mean, I'm looking at myself. Okay. I'm talking to myself. It's what I need to hear. Every single one of those is what I need to hear. 
Okay, so your your TikTok in a way is is a self care for yourself, but it exactly it's my help, therapy. But it also is helping other people, so it's like a win win. Exactly, and and so I I just the friendly reminders kind of evolved out of talking to myself online because it did start resonating with people, and so I yeah. tried to figure out, well, wow, this is crazy because I get mm-hmm. just crazy messages all day long, and. And so I just tried to let it evolve into it's in, I, I feel like it's in this space now. I actually get messages. If I take a day off or do something, you know, people are like, where are you? I, I oh. depend on you in the morning, you oh. know, so it's, I started realizing, you know, and yeah. then I started testing and playing around with things like, you know, they talk, tell you to do is, and, but I always go back to that. I still test and do different, try to do different things, yeah. but I probably will always do that because it just, until you know, it doesn't play anymore. No, I I absolutely love that. Have you your whole life been like mindset conscious or is that a more recent thing for you, like an awakening? I found the outdoors about eight years ago. So again, I divorced 10, 11 year go, years ago from my second wife. And, and so, yeah, my life was, I always tell people, I always advocate the outdoors and I tell people it saved my life. And I try to also disclaimer that I it didn't save my life. I wasn't about to jump off of a mountain. Yeah. It saved my life going forward. My mm-hmm. mindset was awful. I mean, I yeah. made very bad decisions all my life. You know, so all that that was so that my awakening was finding the outdoors, getting into hiking and doing all those things is what flipped a switch wow. for me because Again, the reason, the other reason I advocate for it is when you go in the outdoors and you go do what I do, and yeah. I promote people spending extended period of times outdoors by themselves. Mm-hmm. If you want to find out about yourself, if you want to make changes, if you want to accelerate that process, because you don't hear anything out there but what's in your head. Yeah, that's it. So you're going to have to deal with it, and whether you like it or yeah. not, it's good, bad, and ugly. Mine was really ugly, and I had to. You have to get through that. Yeah. To then move to the other side. So I've been on a tear ever since. I mean, I've just moved into where I basically, when I'm not working or doing something, I'm, I live in the woods. I just, yeah. I drive my truck on national forest lands as far back as I can go and, yeah. and just I immerse myself in it and I can howl at the moon and I can do whatever I want to do. There's no judgment out there and I can heal and I can cry. I can do whatever I want to do. That's yeah. beautiful. I mean, I, I'm always saying to people, go outside more. I think yes. they say even 20 minutes, even 20 minutes outside in nature can rewire your brain. And that's crazy to me. You know, imagine then spending 12 hours a day outside, how good that must be for you. I, I've always wanted that's to ask crazy. you, because you're always on a hike in your videos. How do you find all your hikes? Because whenever I travel places, I feel like finding hikes can be exhausting online. You've got to make sure they satisfy this and this. So do you, do you have like a particular process? You know, not, re- not really. So I, I do, I am very aware of my surroundings. Yeah. So again, you know, I have, you have to understand just kind of a little bit where I come from. I'm not going to get into it, but I, 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 I experienced a lot of childhood trauma, lots of stuff. My mom transitioned into being a therapist when I was young and after she divorced my dad, I grew up watching this person develop into a therapist into the seventies and practice out of the house. I ran an adolescent treatment center for years. So I've got a lot of all this psychological information in my head that I wish I didn't have, but part (laughs) of 
for me is I'm very aware. I'm just very aware of things that I am very intuitive and, but finding the places I go, I'm that guy that if, if I, it doesn't matter where I am and how I'm not even thinking about it. If I see a little road or I see a trail, I see anything, a yeah. crease anywhere that is going to lead to somewhere. Mm-hmm. I want to know where it goes. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's not hard to find anything. I know, again, I'm not, there's no expectations that I have to be in this kind of environment. Because a lot of you see what I see, that you will see some background where there is cars or there is yeah. whatever. It's because, you know, the last probably three months now, I've been mostly, you know, working because I'm getting ready to do something next year that's kind of a big deal. And so I'm trying to nice work and bank as much money as I can to be safe around that. But so, no. I give a lot of long, long answers. Yes, I, I am a little that. ADHD. So no, that's <laughs> so no there's no process. There's no process. Okay. Yeah, I know. You know, I feel like sometimes for me, I get cautious with it because I'm a small woman <laughs> yes. with bright red hair, which I've actually been considering changing so people don't notice me because there's some days I wish I could just go disappear, you know, and not have to worry about anything. Do you ever take any like I don't know, protective gear with you in case you get... You know, I'm asked that question. I've always been asked that question a lot, and it's usually from women. And I also did a video about that. I used to do videos about people asking me questions, and I did that, I don't know, a year, year and a half ago, and it, <laughs> I got so much hate on it from women. Really? Because I talked... Because what I was talking about and trying to address with people, I was showing them kind of my setup in my truck and, yeah. you know, things that I've done and how I do things, what I set up when I'm where, wherever. So everybody understands you you don't have to be unsafe. The reason, mm-hmm. my guess is, the reason you're, you feel un, a little unsafe is the same reason, you know, anybody does if you start experiencing the outdoors in the wilderness, especially if you start spending more time and then kind of more more remote areas. Yeah. It's it's unfamiliar. The sounds are unfamiliar, everything. So you have to get through that mm-hmm. to where you're doing because my point is you don't need to feel unsafe. Right. If you're around people, you the chances of you getting a perpetrator getting you now is a, so much higher in the environment <laughs> you're in now and spend most of your time. And if you go out in the woods, and here's why. Perpetrators are lazy. Thieves are lazy. People that want to hurt other people are lazy. They're opportunists. So they're look, they're not, they're going to go where the people are. Yeah. They're not going to come out in the woods or on yeah. a trail and look for you. That doesn't mean you've heard this stuff around this Brian Laundry thing and other things that go on in the news and things that have happened. There are those kind of things. But yeah. no, I don't think you need to worry <laughs> about that if you're out there. And don't change your hair if you like your hair. Don't change it to, to high. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, you know please what's don't. funny is I never used to feel unsafe actually before TikTok because now yeah. when I will go on hikes, I'll come back and people, it's harmless, you know, it's harmless, but they'll send me these DMs yes. and say, hey, I just saw you, you know, yeah, on whatever because yeah. people recognize me now. And that's the part I have to work through, you know, becoming more comfortable with that because I never used to have that my whole life. I also wanted to ask you, because I come, you know, I make TikTok content every day. So I know some days it can be hard to come up with ideas for stuff. You know, it's like right. some days I'm just like, I got nothing. I've I've posted the same topics a thousand times. So how do you come up with, I feel like your stuff is always so like refreshingly new. 
So I work on that, but it's because I'm working on myself. It's mm. so much of my content is is pushing the self care, and the the only the only way for you to be because because I, I do I have these discussions with people and I, people are so such they push back so much. Well, I can't put myself at the top of my own list. What about no. my kids? What what about well, what about them? Right. I mean. What, what, you know, you can't get up earlier in the morning and do the things you need to do for yourself so you can be better for your kids all day. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to work at it. But that's what I'm doing every day. You know, I'm an early person. Mm -hmm. You know, I can, just depending on the environment I'm in, I'm 4 o'clock to 5 o'clock, 5.30 usually. Okay. And I'm, the first thing I do is the simple things, hydrate, <laughs> make my bed. I, yeah. I'm old and I got to stretch or I can't go out and hike. I have to. So I do all these things, and then I start absorbing content. Mm -hmm. I go follow the people, the people I follow. I start, you know, I bring that in. If I'm reading something, whatever articles, and then I go search for things. And because you have to understand, my anxiety and my my demons that like to depress me come out. They're there in the morning when I wake up, and they're mm. they're already beating inside of my head. Okay. all kinds of things that I'm not interested in anymore. Yeah. So I I do whatever I can at the beginning of the day. And if it takes an hour, great. If it takes three hours, great. If it takes four hours, whatever. I will beat them back into submission until I feel good mm -hmm. to move forward. And all my content comes through there. So I'm always mm -hmm. learning something through there. There's always something I can put a spin on. A lot of it is information always that I can use. So and I really try to be conscious of what I put on here to not be repetitive. I do every once in a while repost something, but I usually don't remake something. So yeah. everything that that comes on there. So it's just part of my life. That yeah. This is all my therapy. Talking to you being right here, this is a therapy session sure. for me today. Sure. This is all part of me just, just this, this continuing this message and all that. So yeah. that's I'm just immersed in it. It's yeah. my life now. I love that. That's kind of the same thing ish for me. I, I will like listen almost to what people write in my comments when they're like, we want to see this. We want to see that. You know, I'm like, all right, guys, I'm kind of doing this for you. But I, I find for me a really big source is reading books because you, you, you know, every page is like this new thing that you can go spin for your own brand. And I haven't had time to read a lot lately, which is so bad. So now I'm reminding, see, this is therapy for me too. Now I'm like reminding myself. I need to go read books. So that's where the ideas come from or your head or, or wherever. I love that. Like for anyone listening to this, if you're afraid to post online, one of the benefits of, of becoming a creator and not just a consumer is self-therapy yes. and heal <laughs> through, through both yes. things. I tell people, they all have a story. You have a story. Yeah. You know, you look at your content. I love you. You went out for a month and... You know, yeah. and you explored yeah. and you did all that. And, and, and all of that brought you all these little twists that you could yeah. uh, incorporate into what it is you do. I mean, how great was that? Amazing. You know? Amazing. You I know? Mean, meeting, I feel like nothing compares to leaving your house and going out there and seeing how other people live. And it sounds like a cliche because you hear it your whole life. But yeah. it's, a, it's a cliche because it's true. Seeing how people live in states like Kansas and yes. Alabama and Montana was just 
you know, I, I wouldn't trade that for the world because I feel like it made me better, but I also feel like it makes me more sympathetic to humans than I want yes. to be. <laughs> I like animals <laughs> more typically, but I, I mean, so I, well, that brings us into let's let's talk about how you're a nomad because I love that because right. I'm a nomad. I'm a fellow nomad here. When did you start becoming nomadic? It's always been in me. And, yeah. and the reason it's always been in me is because I, I, I could not. I actually one day months ago, I, I said, I, I'm, I'm going to try to I'm going to I want to remember and try to write down every place that I've ever lived from when I can remember when I was born. Yeah. There's so many missing pieces. We moved around mm-hmm. just so freaking much. And it wasn't because I was a military kid or anything. It was just. That was my mom, and she was kind of blue with the wind, and it was just, you know, it yeah. could have just been from from one part of town to the other. Anyways, so as I was going through my whole transition, finding hiking in the outdoors, and then as the years went by, and my sons, my sons were with me after the divorce, and, and so, you know, that was my life and a lot of it. And, and so my youngest son, about three and a half years ago, was moving out. Mm-hmm. And so I had started to make a plan and kind of what I was doing, I was already taking weekends and going to New Mexico and doing things. And so I bought a 16-foot camper. Mm-hmm. So before he moved out, and I was planning this about six months before he moved out, and I sold all my stuff, and I put a lot of stuff in storage that I thought I still wanted. And I said, and I'm going to travel in this 16-foot camper. And so I did that for like two and a half years. and it. But that's what brought me to it. And now I, I don't envision when that will ever stop. And I'm even taking that a step further next year. Anyways, but that's what I decided to do. And then I was supposed to do this big thing I'm doing next year. I I don't know why I keep not saying it, but it's the Appalachian Trail. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I was supposed to do that in 2020, May 5th. And, of course, COVID hit and all that and, and the trails closed. And it just I just was like what's happening here why you know there's something out there on that trail i just needed to go but i couldn't so that's kind of when i started transitioning my truck and i said i'll go a different direction and then i got so into the overlanding and doing all that so i i kind of as the friendly reminders were really taken off and it really resonated and i started you know i was i said you know what i gotta really start getting back to putting my money again where my mouth is. Mm-hmm. And part of my whole journey from being the nomad and when my son moved out in six foot camper was to continue to minimalize. Yeah. So I'm what I'm going to do on it, the first week of April, I haven't decided a date. I'm going to start the Appalachian Trail. I love it. Next year. So I'm going to walk 2,200 miles, 14 states for four to five months, however long it takes. And when I come off that trail, the only, and I will have, Got rid of my storage unit by then, and the only thing I will have when I come off trail is what's in my backpack. That includes whatever clothing I have, because I'm going to get rid of everything except for my truck, because I I don't like relying on people, and I want to be able to have my truck so I can escape if I need to. And then I will have completed this goal of moving around, traveling, experiencing all this, and where that takes me, which is that's so far as where it's going to take me. Yeah. Now I can go, what is it that I really want to do? What is it I really want out of life? What things do I really want? Because my life was driven so much previously on the bigger, having the biggest house and all the Mm, car, mm -hmm. living this gushy life. And, you know, and again, I'm not 
anybody wants to be comfortable, I, I have no issues with that. Yeah. I am not into comfort right now. I'm just, I want to take it all the way down to a very core thing. Yeah. But the nomadic stuff, that's all I think going to always be there. Yeah. I, I will at some point have a spot, but I will, I just can't imagine not having that. So. You Hopefully know, I relate to that completely. And I used to tell myself when I was like 21, 22, I was like, oh, you know, probably by 30, I'll have gotten the travel bug out of me. That's what right. everyone would call it. I'm a couple months away from 29 and it's actually only getting worse. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, for the longest time, used to say to myself like, oh, if I want to get married and have kids, I'm going to have to stay put. I'm going to have to put this on the shelf. But I'm like, this is who I am. And I have to say, you know, I'm not. I'm not throwing anyone under the bus for their age here, but I do love right. that you are nomadic at your age. And I think it's, for anyone watching this, very inspiring that you don't have to just be a digital nomad at a certain age. It's a lifestyle. It's a way to be whenever you want to do it. And I think it's a mindset thing that we tell ourselves, we put up these like, oh, I can't do that. Well, and it's like, but why can't you? <laughs> like, who said who? Exactly. And, you know, it's it's funny because when when you asked me to be on here, we'll talk about whatever. But I, I, di I did want to and you maybe you were going to ask it here. But as you leading into what you just said, you know, I wouldn't be able to do this if I would if, if I didn't side hustle and yeah. do the things online and do all those things. Yeah. And, I, and I, so I don't know you, you. I started following you, I think, before you started following me. OK. Do you have any idea where I found you at? Where like, I originally well, found you at TikTok, I, right? Well, no. You mean well? It TikTok would have been a said segue into it from a, a separation, but I found you because I got involved with the Brambilla method. Oh, okay, okay. There we go. And I was following Adrian yeah. because of his van life, and I don't know Adrian. We've had a couple of little discussions on some on yeah. Zoom and stuff, but. Getting into that process, which I'm out of now, I, I I took myself out of that, not because of any issues or anything. I just told them, y'all need to, y'all use my spot for somebody else because that that's very much into, you know, there's a, I'm not into hustling to build a money empire. Mm -hmm. And there's, a, that's a lot of what everybody's in there to do yeah. is that's what they want to do. I'm in to doing what I do to have the freedom mm -hmm. to do what I want to do. Okay, and, if, yep. and if it gives me excess, perfect. Right. Or if it just, if I just have my last dollar to use for that. I don't care. Yeah. So, but, but that's how I found you. And I, and, so and that was the first thing I did. I, I followed that whole deal with you and I was like, Oh my gosh. And I set up my Fiverr. Oh I did God. all that. I went and got digital books and things. I have a bunch of digital books that I, you know, you, the PLR, P, PL, PLR stuff. Yeah. And, and I was, and I have, I have a bunch of them that I still haven't put up or used and, and, but I put up a anxiety one and a depression one. Okay. And I sold a couple, but I, I, I don't really like that. Yeah. The, the fiber stuff is not really for me, Yeah. but I'm, I'm so encouraging to people to, it's so easy. I All I did was follow the, that video, that, that deal y'all created, or yeah. I think he just took your little, I don't know what y'all did, but yeah. I just followed it. I paused it. I went in there and I fell and I started it again. And, and I set the whole thing up in a day and in 24 hours, you know, I yeah. had sales and God bless. that's, it's, it's crazy. And 
it's so that's part of a little bit what I do now. And okay. and I do I don't charge people for that. I work with these brands, but I have a lot of people my age that if they reach out to me, I just help them. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. look, go watch Alex. Go, yeah, yeah. go do this. You know, and if you don't know how to do it, then freaking Google it. You yeah, know, I know. Grow I up. Know, right? You know, you're the you're the adult here where these are kids. Yeah. You know, <laughs> do, you, you know, learn how to freaking yeah. do it. And so I really push people that. And if you look back on my TikTok, when I first went out in my camper, my whole deal is I got into flipping. Okay. I literally lived off of flipping. I had an eBay store. I lived off of flipping, going to this. thrift stores across the country yeah. out of my 16-foot camper. I even have videos on there. On the back of my pickup truck yeah. with my tailgate down, I pulled my flipping tub out with all my my supplies to pack it. Yeah. And I made a, a there's a couple of videos on there and and of showing I'm right in front of a post office. And I just had these sales from these things I bought in like Arizona, Lake Havasu, and then I was yeah. somewhere else in Arizona and sold them. And I just pulled up there on a nice sunny day in front of the post office and packed a couple of boxes and took them into the post office. And and uh, working out of my truck in my 16 foot camper and and I was trying to show people that and then yeah. before that my first video that kind of took off on TikTok had nothing to do with friendly reminders. I was working. <laughs> I contracted with a lady who found me through social media because yeah. of my flipping, and she had a brother who was very sick and he had a saddle shop. So he, they were trying, she was trying to liquidate it because he couldn't yeah. do it anymore. So she said, would you be willing to come do that? Cause I know you do the eBay stuff. So I went out there and I, I parked my camper. It was on an abandoned military base. So anyways, there's <laughs> all this stuff. This, yeah. My point is to the nomadic life and doing this stuff, it leads to all these environments and things. I mean, this was an abandoned military park. There's a yeah. abandoned military prison on it. There's all this stuff. And I explored it all. I mean, awesome. it was like the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. Anyways, I helped her do that. But the video before that, that she saw was all I did. I got so frustrated with people not taking action. So I started this yeah. whole thing, I even made t-shirts on it. I, I even did a ser little series for a week where I said, okay, we're going to, we're going to make this t-shirt since mm -hmm. everybody loves this. What I'm saying, I was, it was just start, just start, just start. Mm -hmm. So I literally set up a Etsy, did the little deal through Printful, connected everything, did all that, did all that. And then I launched it and I just promoted it on my social medias for two or three days and it sold 114 shirts. Okay. Just to, to prove a point. Now, yeah. I, I fully expected to sell none, but I was yeah. going to go through this process, even though it worked out. And then the last thing I'll tell you, the biggest video I did around that was I just got frustrated one day and I turned on the camera when I was packing some stuff for eBay and I just showed her by this polo sweater that I bought from a thrift store and I paid $3.95 for it and I folded it and I put it in a box and I was, I was telling them and I, and I put it on here because everybody was always asking about shipping. You know, there's always that negative and the, the resistance. Taxes. What about yes, taxes? Yes, all these questions. And I'm like, and I, and I always told them, I said, stop asking me that. I know. Stop asking me that. You know why? Because you don't even sell anything anyway. When you <laughs> yeah. sell something, then come ask yeah. me. But I did that, I and that that kind of blew that kind of blew up. When I say blew up, that that was a hundred. They did like a hundred thousand views, but it kind yeah. of 
So my point is, that's part of, I love what you do, and yeah. I, people don't realize, and I try to, again, I point them to you or whoever else I can around things. Y'all, are, y'all, are, y'all have got to stop. Y'all are my age. And I did the same. Look, I was the yeah. same way. And I even had all the psychological information in my brain. I still yeah. had all that resistance. So a book, and I bet you've already read this, but the, a book you should read is, is, which I think might give you some content, The War of Art. I have not read not it. I the, love when I hear of books I haven't read. Not the Art of War. Not right. the Art of War. You know, the old you <laughs> right. know, Japanese deal. It's The War of Art. And I it talks that. about resistance. It talks about, do you know about the book? No, I've never even heard of it. Embarrassingly. Oh my gosh. So I, I think you're going to fall in love with it because okay. it's, it's made, it's, it's a lot geared toward creators. Okay. It's a, it's a, from a, a movie maker and I can't remember is, is it what movies it was, but anyways, the whole thing is about this concept resistance yeah. and, but all the, anyways, I think it would be a really good book. I'd love to hear if you do, it's a hard read at the to. beginning. But if you get through it, it's a great Yeah. The most impactful book on me this year has been Big Magic. You heard of that one? Yeah. I have heard of that. It's excellent. It's all about the creative process and kind of what you're talking about right now, where we, over time growing up, you know, come to doubt ourselves as adults. And I'm so sick of hearing people when they say to me, well, I'm not creative or I don't have any talent. And I'm like, I don't know who spoon fed you that BS somewhere, but it's just straight up false. Society yep. convinced society tricked you. And that's what you know, that, that's why I post what I do. That's why I wanted to have you on here because I want people to know at any point you can yes. open Google, you can choose to start thinking positively. Nobody is stopping you but you. And it's really hard for people to hear that because they have to take accountability for the state of their life that they have to accept that their reality that they hate so much is their fault in a way. But it's like, it's not anyone's fault. Don't be so hard on yourselves. It's like, life is so hard. Really freaking terrible things happen to people all the time. It's not fair. But you have the choice to just wake up every day and go, I'm going to go on Google. I'm going to not care about the sales tax. I'm going to open the Etsy store. And Scott, I didn't know. I had no idea you went on Fiverr and stuff. I, that's incredible. I had no idea you were side hustling. So now I have to ask you, what what are you side hustling right now? Because everyone listening will love to hear. Well, that. mainly right now. So where I, I'm, I'm making my money is is so I don't have to worry about so much of actually doing creating the passive stuff. You know, I have a couple of funnels, and I did again. I did a lot of stuff previously too with the digital books and mm-hmm. and and different things like that, but. So what I do right now is 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 what's led from all that, just like the content I just talked about and all that, because I think that in itself is a side hustle too. People don't realize. Yeah. I mean, you you're what you're able to do with what you've done with the side hustles. Just talking about it, it to me is what that's how I resonate with things, and I think that's where people are going to resonate. With, with, I think that resonate with you that lead yeah. to other things that you're doing. But my point is, my deal is very selfish right now because of this Appalachian Trail. Yeah. You know, because I'm a working man. I, I don't have re- retirement money and things like that. And I don't think about that. It's not anything I think about. Mm-hmm. So when I want to do something like this Appalachian Trail and be off trail for four to five months, I mean, off out of society for four to five months, then I have to, I have to have money. So I'm working hard working with these brands, which yeah. has come from. Everything I've done that people have reached out to me, anything that I have done or contacts that I made with 
that purchased any of my stuff or did mm-hmm. anything I did because I was critical for a minute of brands and how they operate. And so I started reaching out to them. That that kind of became the side hustle to where it got me what I can choose to do now, too, is I would reach out to these brands and I would say, look, nobody gives a damn about the latest sweater you're releasing yeah. for fall yeah. or that backpack you're making out of your garage. How pretty is it that you put a picture up and say, look what I made in my garage? Nobody cares about that. Yeah. Why don't you show the process of you making it? Why don't you talk yeah. about you, why you did it, why you chose to yeah. do that? And then go, by the way, here's the product mm-hmm. I've created. And here, and so mm-hmm. it started people, because it's mostly people that are my age that, that even do start to do things. They stop or they do that traditional stuff. It's all that old way of looking at it, you know, yeah. and you have to do an ad or you have to do these things. No, yeah. you freaking don't. No. And anyways, so I know you asked me the things that I do. So the, mainly that's what I do. But here's the great thing. The other thing I want to drive home to my other senior fellows or anybody <laughs> is, you know what? I can turn a spigot on whenever I want. Yeah. Once, once you learn how to do side hustles, you get the confidence, you understand things that are out there, you work and and, and, and learn it and, and do it. So, for example, I will set up a couple of things before I leave to go on the trail. I'm not sure exactly what. I may fire some other stuff up or I'm trying to see where maybe the friendly reminders lead. I'm just mm-hmm. trying to see where things might be happening. Mm-hmm. But when I go out on trail, I will have passive income coming in. I will Love be it. doing a couple of things that yep. I will not be touching unless one of my sons hits me up and says, you got this email that says, oh, my gosh. So, but that would be, you know, that's what people need to understand about this. You find, you find people like you, which you can refer people to other people, you know, that whatever it is you like or whatever you do, we have, I have so much information, even if I didn't have the information I have in the psychology world and, and, and have grown to where I am now, I just have information about stuff. I can do anything. I can build stuff. I can, you know, we were kids in the 70s. We were in our the garage, our friends' garages on Saturday night, you know, working on cars. Yeah. You know, we just know how to, you know, there's a lot of stuff that people my age forget that we we created this stuff. We yeah. had to do these things. It was our life to to be engaged and and do that. And yeah. they're scared of digital. It's yeah. this. And they're yeah. scared to show themselves. It's that privacy stuff. It's mm-hmm. all that. And it all that is to be broken through mm-hmm. is is even almost harder because they would rather say, "Ah, eh, that's not for me," or "I'm not going to do it," or yeah. "I can't do it." Yeah. Instead of go, "Well, I, I'm," you know, they're they're frightened to learn it. They I are. always tell people, "Look, you, you're going to have to be willing to bury your ass. Get on social media right now and just talk." And what yeah. is more freeing? I want to also tell people what is more freeing, so you can move forward with side hustles or whatever you choose to do than bearing your ass. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. you know, here's me and there's, I don't got any excuses. I got no explanations. I'm trying to do the best I can. Here's what I can offer you. That's what people want to hear. Yeah. And they're going to watch that. So yeah. I see it all the time with people around over the age of 40, 45. They will just say to me, oh, you know, I can't do Fiverr. Or they'll be like, I can't post on TikTok like you do. Or I I want my privacy, you know. They'll come up with all of these 
excuses because they're scared. And, and it's funny, because actually some of my biggest critics in my life are people who claim that I'm lying or making this up, <laughs> are a lot of adults over the age of 50. That was really hard for me in 2018 when some adults that I looked up to were the ones crap-talking me behind my back because I, I get it now, I'm not angry. They just do not understand that all of this is possible. And it comes back to mindset, like any of this is possible, but you, the only way you're gonna know it's possible is if you actually try it, just spend one day, just one day if you're listening to this. This is your sign, just take one day and try it. What is the yep. worst that could happen? You're not gonna die. You know, I'm, I'm, I will, I, I just, if somebody does want to have a conversation with me, I don't respond to trolls. I love trolls yeah. because I know I've hit a chord. I think yeah. you, you probably learned that too. You, wherever, wherever they're responding like that, something, I've done something to make them think. It may not be yeah. a great thought, but it might lead to something, something different. But, yeah. but I, I don't, I don't put up with, with people, especially if they're parents. I am I will come hard. If you want to talk to me and you're a leader, you manage people, you do anything and you come hard at me and tell me things can't be done or you can't do this or whatever. I, you know, I, I said, you shouldn't even be managing people. No. You should not even be leading anybody because no. you're not leading by example. You're killing dreams. Yeah. You're walking around killing dreams. And I yeah. say that stuff to parents, too. I said, you know, is that is that what you want your kids to learn? You want them to learn to 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 just lay down when they're 60. So you're 60 years old now and you've just laid down. Just, I'm done. I can't yeah. do it. I don't know how to do it. Y'all are lying. Y'all are stupid. It doesn't work. Blah, 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 blah. I said, that's what you want to teach your kids. Yeah. I said, I don't care if they're adult kids. You're, that's what you're going to teach your adult kids. They're going to watch their parent mm -hmm. act like a freaking two-year-old <laughs> because you're too damn lazy to try something. So you're going to stay in those excuses. Now, I'm using a lot of harsh language. I do get worked up about this, but okay. I do get it. I also know why they're doing that. I yeah. get all of that, and I, and, and I get that. But you know what? I needed a bat upside my head, and these people don't need to be slapped around. These people don't need to be nurtured and, oh, I'm sorry, you know, this happened when you were little and blah, blah, blah. You know, you, you, you know that's not what people need, especially yeah. in my generation. They, we don't have time for that. Yeah. It's like, wake, wake up. Yeah. You're either, you know, give up or, or, or just get out of the way. Just move. <laughs> you know what I mean? Stop. Stop getting in the way. Anyways, I'm sorry. You would get along with my mom so well. My mom's going to be 60 <laughs> next month. And she is, she's the first, she told me about Fiverr. That's how into okay. learning new things she is and not being afraid of digital. She has like eight Instagram accounts and she says, awesome. exa she says exactly what you say to me all the time where she's like, I don't know why my fellow... <laughs> You know, they're scared of everything. What are they scared of? Like, death is coming for everyone. <laughs> like, right. You better get after it. <laughs> amazing. Scott, oh, man. I, I could talk to you all day long. I, I will. Why don't you tell everyone listening where they can find you? I know I said it in the beginning, but just say it yeah. once they can find you. And if there's any particular side hustle you want to promote or anything, the floor is yours. So no, no, no side hustles. Actually, I want to promote. I just want to promote the people that behind it, like you and things like that. I, I want people to pay attention to the the people that are sharing how to do things. But yeah. if you want to find me and you you want to hear friendly reminder, you know, you want to hear that in your ear all the time. I, I got it. stuff for you, but it's at you can outdoors. That's that's YouTube, Facebook, which I'm not active on anymore, really. 
Instagram, TikTok, it's all you can outdoors. And it's you, the letter U. Yeah. And it's can, C-A-N, and it's outdoors with an S. So you can outdoors any of those handles. Mm -hmm. You'll find me screaming at you in the screen. I love it, Scott. (laughs) Thank you so much. Guys, I'll have that linked in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. I think you are an incredible person and don't ever change. Back at you.